Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 113. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Billows Bringer. This week, all of our focus is on the Salon Owners Summit's first ever US stop, The Roadshow, and it's taking place at the Dalsy downtown Chicago. Expect an exclusive interview with one of our speakers, Stephanie Jackson, some Vox Pops, and maybe a few more surprises. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Killian. So we finally had it. I remember this was nine episodes ago, I'm pretty sure, when we first announced the Forest Salon Owners Summit 2019 Roadshow. We had Sinead Carroll and we had, had Jay Williams on the show to talk about it. But you're there now, and I believe it's actually been just as eventful trying to get to Chicago as it has been so far. <laughs> it has, yeah, absolutely. And uh, before I get into that, actually, Jay says hi. He was wondering where you were and if you had gotten a ticket. But yeah, so he says hello. <laughs> Did you tell him that my flight got delayed as well? It never took off. There was no flight. <laughs> I'll relay the message. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, but yes, very eventful. Getting to Chicago, a lot of flights were cancelled. Mother Nature had a bit of a fit. So one of uh, one of the stories actually was Scott Buchanan, one of our speakers, and then Will, our brand ambassador, both their flights got cancelled. They got rebooked, managed to find a flight going to Detroit. Will um, picked up Scott from the airport in Detroit and drove up to the summit in Chicago. It took about four or five hour drive. For my side of things, uh, I suppose I flew out of Montreal on the Sunday morning. I was supposed to be there at noon or something. And uh, my flight took off. I went over to Toronto, had my layover there. My flight from Toronto to Chicago took off. We circled around Chicago. And uh, about an hour after circling, because we couldn't land, there was too much traffic, our captain just announced you know, well, we can't land. There's a, a bit of an issue with weather at the moment. So uh, we're going to fly you back to Toronto and we'll be there in an hour. And you can chat to customer service when we get there. And this poor kid, the row in front of me, starts crying and, you know, like tears streaming down his face. And he goes, they can't do that. They can't do that. He was clearly going back home to Chicago, right? We'll have nowhere to live. And the poor dad is just like, you're going to be fine, kid. It's fine. And even the hostess was just like, it's okay. You'll you'll get home maybe a little later, but you'll get home safe. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute mayhem. A few of the forest staff going over, their flights were delayed. And one of the guys actually put it perfectly. The reason that all the flights were delayed is because it was the start of the season finale of Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. It was the exact same day. <laughs> That's that. Yeah, I suppose. See, I don't. I didn't even realize that. I'm probably one of like the one percent of people who's never ever watched a single episode of Game of Thrones. Um. So yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna nip it in the bud here because otherwise this episode is just gonna turn into a Game of Thrones because it's just so exciting at the moment. So much to talk about. But moving on. Anyway, how is today going? Today is going absolutely great. People are super excited. Um, it's obviously the first time the Salon Owner Summit comes over to the US. So it's uh, it's exciting for both attendees and every single forest staff present um, in Chicago, obviously. And, uh, you know, Sinead is buzzing around the place and making sure everything goes well, as per usual, as she does. And we also have uh, some of our recent integrated partners here at the Dalsy. So we have Vish, who provides salons with technology 
technology that reduces hair color waste and uh, optimizes color usage. And we also have Tippy, who provide a tipping platform built specifically for the beauty industry. And they reduce processing fees for salon owners and they uh, also increase tips for service professionals. So it's absolutely great to have these guys here on board with us, especially that they've uh, integrated with Forest. So it's a, there's a good buzz going around, to be honest. Uh, we've got the guys from Modern Salon over as well. Um, a lot of uh, Aveda salons and, and uh, we've got the guys from Strategies as well. Obviously, Neil Dukoff is speaking, so he brought some of his crew along along with him. And yeah, it's going well so far. It's exciting. So what sort of numbers are we looking at there today? Um, well, obviously, as per expected with the, the Mother Nature issue, there was a few flights that were cancelled. So we're probably looking at around, you know, 100, 125 people at the event. That's still a pretty great attendance considering it's our first roadshow and our first real kind of push into America like that as well. Yeah, no, it's absolutely great. So has the uh, the Mother Nature incident, has that had any knock-on effects with the speakers or with the show itself or is everything running smoothly? I mean, everything is running really smoothly. Uh, the agenda's been kind of moved around, shift things around, but everybody's uh, going, you know, really smoothly with it and it's, and it's going great so far. So uh, we've had uh, Marla Boyle speak already, Jay Williams uh, speak. It's actually really cool at this event. I know at the summit in Dublin we didn't have this but they had um, live polls going around so they were surveying the audience and Jay used it in a way that he was like right you're going to choose what topic I'm talking about today so uh, here are these three options either I talk about trust as a new currency or I talk about this other subject or if you've seen me speak already Jay doesn't speak and he gets off stage right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah it went uh, he, he he got like the most votes were for uh, trust as the new currency so we went ahead with that but yeah it's uh, it, everything's going really smoothly I mean like look we're going to take a shake up of uh, speakers any day over any cancellations oh yeah 100% yeah at least everyone is still going ahead as planned but that, that Jay Williams interaction one that actually sounds really cool it kind of reminds me of when they did the interactive show on Netflix you kind of depict the talk yeah. <laughs> interesting to see more, more uh, talks like that it's going to be great most talks would have at least one question surveying the audience great stuff great stuff and knowing you you've probably been flying around with a camera and a recorder do we have any Vox Pops at the moment? Yeah absolutely Uh, you guessed right I have been um, you know buzzing around the place with my camera uh, the images I can't wait to share them all with everyone Um, but we did also get uh, a few Vox Pops we have chatted with Natalie Whalen Lisa Olivia and Benny we'll play these two now and uh, two later on I loved hearing um, Anne speak. I think that was really inspirational, and um, I think it's just really cool to see where she's come from and how far she's gone. I think that's been my favorite bit so far, but just like the perseverance of it all, you know, I think that that was just to keep going. Even if you fail, like, in the end, if you keep trying, that's what makes you successful. I really love Jay, and actually all of them have been amazing. Um, an interesting concept, I feel like, was the um, the team, the, what, what um, Neil was talking about, the team, you know, uh, structure. And um, what did you guys feel like was... I love, I mean, Anne's story, her... The passion. Passion and just yeah. her story was amazing. Um, everything that Jay said was huge. Um, That's really great. Stephanie reminded me that... Uh, 
internet came in 91 and all these other things because I forgot about it. It took over a lot, but how much changes and how much you have to evolve is just so important. So there are Vox Pops, and not only are you running around getting Vox Pops, we're just about to be joined by a guest who we've actually had on the show before. Some of you may recognize her from episode 78. We have Stephanie Jackson, the owner of Canvas Salon and Skin Bar, and the founder of Salon Collab, a community of salon leaders. So welcome back to the show, Stephanie Jackson. Thank you. Thanks for having me again, guys. Of course, of course. You've only just hopped off the stage. Last time we were chatting to you, we were talking about kind of understanding what millennials are looking for in their work. Today, you're talking about the future of work. Is that right? It is right. Yeah. And really specific to those millennials and then also Gen Z because they're entering the workforce right now. So how did your talk go? Or well, how do you think it went? (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it went phenomenal. Uh, I feel like the energy in the room for all the speakers has been great. And the space is beautiful. So I think that always helps everybody have a great time when the aesthetic, I mean, we're beauty people, right? So when, we, when we're in a space that feels beautiful, um, it just makes everything flow. 100%. So I wanted to expand on something that you did actually mention in your talk. And you, ha- you were running a poll with the attendees uh, asking what caused them the most stress? Was it recruiting new staff or retaining staff for the long term. And the results from that poll were actually quite surprising. They were surprising. So um, 64% of people felt like it was recruiting staff. And I wasn't surprised that actually it took the lead, um, but I was surprised by the gap. So 64% felt that it was recruiting and 36% felt like the stress came from keeping staff. What's really interesting is the other question that I had asked brought forth that they feel like the biggest disruptor are actually the suites. And so I thought that was a little bit in contrast, right? So the stress they're feeling right now is around finding staff, but they actually feel like what's most disruptive in our industry is the suite model, which would speak to them losing staff um, and not being able to retain them. So I think that the real crucial point of a salon being successful is um, keeping staff, right? You, If you cannot keep staff, then you're going to lose clients and you're going to lose the money you invested in education. Um, you just go down, down, down. And so I know that is a stressor, but the fact that that percentage of people said, no, what's more stressful right now is finding staff just shows you how much our industry is changing. And that it's actually, I, I shared this in my talk, but I shared that we actually have a shortage of people to enter the industry just purely by the number of births that happened if you go back between the last 18 to 25 years. So that's one pain, but also we have a shortage of people actually coming into the industry as well, specifically for cosmetology. I mean, if you talk to any uh, salon school owner, they are gonna tell you that the intake of students going into estiology is up and cosmetology is way down. So we've got these two interesting things happening. One, we can't really control One, we're like, well, what's going on with the beauty industry that's making less people enroll? Um, And then you have salons growing, right? Consumers are coming and we don't have the staff. So I understand the the stress of that is enormous. What would be your first thoughts around why people aren't going into the beauty industry as much as they would have before? That's a great question. And I honestly don't know that I have the answer. I've thought a lot about it. I was speaking to some um, Wella executives yesterday about their initiative to really understand what's going on and how do we help attract people to the beauty industry. And I think that one component is the perception that you can't really be financially successful. Um, And I think that we have to help dispel that myth. And the unfortunate thing is, you know, myths and those beliefs come out of some truths. 
And so what have we done as an industry to make people think that they can't make enough money in this industry, that it's a viable career? And I think the salons that are showing up and creating that reality, those are the ones that are really going to struggle and they're really going to die off because people that do come to our industry want to make really good money, uh, which means that everything has to be on point, right? The marketing has to be attracting the right clients and the marketing for recruitment has to be strong. Um, they've got to have killer leadership to keep staff. Like we just have to change the way people perceive the industry so that they think it's a great career option. And I'm sure you guys have seen there's a large push in general for conversations around um, technical trades, you know, that we don't have to go into college and accumulate all of this debt. So again, it's kind of a, an opposing force. You think, why aren't people coming into the beauty industry with all this talk around how much college costs? But I really think it's related to the perception of money, personally. I wonder too, with what's happening with the advancement of the suite options. I mean, I talk to consumers all the time in my own business who don't always recognize that those are independents. You know, like as a consumer, they see this sweet space that are these individuals, you know, booths basically that you work out of. And they don't really always understand that those are people working independently. Um, and I think that I know in my market, so I live in the hub of the salon lofts, which are one of the suite models that kind of took the U.S. by storm in, in terms of that model and really hurt a lot of big salons um, by re really recruiting their staff. But so those suite models, because they're not necessarily recognized as being independent from the consumer eyes, then when they start to get like a bad rap, which some of them do because... They don't really always continue their education. You know, they don't do all the things that they have to do in salons. Um, it's those, the generations coming in the workforce right now, it's their parents that are experiencing those suite models, you know? So I wonder if there's ever conversation just around the integrity of the industry and the perception of its skill level or talents or lack of professionalism. Um, you know, I'm reaching a little bit there, but it's, it's coming from conversations I've had with consumers in my business where they really think like, what the heck is going on in those booths? And they don't realize that it's just an independent person working. They think it's the industry. They think it's a salon. But you wouldn't though, as a consumer going in, you would just assume that they're employed by that salon. Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't have a clue if I walked into a barber shop and if they were booth renters or not. Yeah. I remember when I worked for Aveda on the West Coast and we were, you know, scouting new business, the way that I was taught to kind of help identify if it was rental or not was to pay attention to how many credit card machines existed in the business. And you would never know that as a consumer, but if you are looking at the number of credit card machines or people are working on a manual books, which thankfully doesn't happen as much anymore because there's a lot more technology available for independence. But yeah, if there's a lot of credit card processing, it's probably um, a booth rental. That's actually not a bad way. Or if they've got their own business cards just sitting in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> so listen, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. What's next for you in, in terms of like, say, coming next six months? So what's next? I am going to be speaking at Data Driven Salon Summit. And I'm really excited about that show. I know I've done a lot of events already this year, but I, as I shared on stage today, am really a data junkie. Like I am a nerd for what the numbers say. And I've been doing a ton of research this last year. I've worked with 5,000 service providers that live in that millennial and Gen Z bucket. And I've uncovered a lot of their beliefs and their truths around um, recruitment and retention. And so that's really what that summit is gonna be hearing. Uh, the people in the audience there are the numbers. Like what, what are they saying? So I'm really excited to share that. That's not information that I've shared really at all yet um, in any of the presentations I've given to date this year. So that's what's up next. And 
um, just looking forward to what else comes my way. Well, really excited for that. We're going to be at Data Driven as well, so um, looking forward to seeing you there. Looking forward to it. Hopefully it goes well, yeah. So we're after lunch, and you know that feeling going back into a room, you have to listen to so many other talks, you want to concentrate, but you're still kind of digesting, and it's really hard to manage both at the same time. Well, Marlo Boyle, who spoke this morning on, uh, she had her talk, 10 Minutes of Wellness, she's just off stage now, and she just did an amazing session with everyone in the audience, getting everyone to move around. So anyone listening right now, I hope you're in a space and an area that you could do what she's telling everyone to do in the audience, because we're going to play her segment of, of, of what she just had people do at the Salon Owners Summit Roadshow. So uh, I suppose without further ado, let's play it. So you need to be okay with moving, you need to just have fun with this, and uh, we'll just go through it with some great music, and um, we're going to start with the upper body, we're just tapping in rhythm to the music. did it at the same time yeah well you sent me over the video and you're like watch this and she got everyone to stand up and do the whole tapping away to the rhythm and I was like I could feel my feet kind of tapping I was like you know what it'd be good to just kind of wake up and (laughs) I couldn't stop smiling through the whole thing even though I'm in the studio here and there's absolutely no one here watching me or anything it was just (laughs) like it was just laughing to myself tapping away but then yeah I really got into it and then it was a nice kind of like calm and soothing bit then at the end. But um, definitely yeah, feel a bit more uh, reinvigorated. Yeah, 100%. And it's, like I said before we played this, I just feel like it's something like, you know, taking care of ourselves and 
like realizing how our body feels in the moment is not something we do enough. Yeah. Do a bit of mindfulness, whatever that means to you. It could be tapping away, or it could be you know uh, even a short yoga sequence or anything really. It just helps release that tension, and I think it's really important to that we do that more often now because it's just we're always on the go and doing so many things and just never really taking time to take care of our own bodies, which drive us every day, literally. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, I feel ready to take the day on again now. <laughs> so what's next on this episode? A few more vox pops for you from the Salon Owner Summit, and uh, after that, we're going to jump into the second half of the show. So we'll catch you right after these snippets. I think if you want to see your business exponentially grow and not only what you're doing creatively in your space, but also profit and client engagement, this is an absolute wonderful platform to really get inspired and then find the tools to help your business be customized within the forest umbrella. I think it would be really, it's helped my business grow so much in the one year that I've had it and so I would recommend it to anybody and I've already done that. <laughs> the forest represents what's great about the industry. They're in it for everybody. It's a great team atmosphere. It's fun to watch everybody look at the speakers, listen to the speakers and see that they all connect and it's it, it's like you know, you're in a room full of all these different salon owners in different areas and everyone's somehow connected you know with the same mission for the industry you know the, the better it and you know, it's, you know, whether everyone's on forest, whether on another POS, or whether they're, you know, commission-based salons, whatever it might be, everyone has the same objective, which is to kind of just better the industry and better their staff and obviously better their businesses. And it's cool to see that and you get that vibe when you're here. So Zoe, are you still on the clock or are you finishing up? What's your plans now? Where are you going after this show? I think it's time to put the recording gear away, the camera stuff away and just chat with every salon owner that's kind of the plan for the night and we have uh, we have the two our two musicians from the salon owner summit in Dublin at the after party they're playing tonight as well uh, at this after party networking reception so uh, looking forward to that and before we sign off I just want to reiterate that if you're struggling with anything you know retail staff management any topic in the salon we have the salon mentorship hub that's available and up and running for you so we've teamed up with coaches and consultants we trust and they're happy to work with you to get unstuck on those you know those topics so all you have to do is head over to salonmentors.forest.com to book your 15 to 30 minute free consultation with any of the consultants on the website so currently um, that means Valerie Del Forge, Susan Routledge, Danielle Boucher, Richard McCabe, Phil Jackson, Jennifer Swain, Gloria Murray, David and Nicole Barnett, Stefania Rossi, Katie Lowndes, and Susie K. Brooks. So again, uh, that link is salonmentors.forest.com. I'll also put it in the show's notes. Uh, but yes, so if you're struggling on any topic, you know, just hit one of those guys up and uh, follow the instructions you'll get through your emails. And well, I suppose that's all we've got for this week, guys. We're going to leave you on a special note. But as always, if you want to share your thoughts on this episode or have any suggestions, send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We genuinely love feedback and are always looking for ways to improve the show. Otherwise, have a wonderful week and we'll catch you next Monday for the monthly roundup. All the best. My Don't look back, Chicago. Don't look back.
This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.